So we're here to talk about boutique fitness. So. All right. You want to share a little bit about your background? Yeah. So my background is software development. Went to school for computer science and got into boutique fitness through you pretty much. Yeah. Um, in terms of uh, other fitness come from a background of just playing sports growing up and um, weightlifting, treadmill, just standard run-of-the-mill uh, individual exercise type things. Self-driven. Yeah, right? yeah, all self-driven, mostly free weights, barbells, um, some cycling, not so much recently, but like actually in nature on a bicycle. <laughs> We'll talk about way. that a little bit today, but yeah. And CEO of Planka. And CEO of Planka, yes. So you've got a big stake in boutique fitness. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, and we're really doing this. So what we're doing is trying to understand boutique fitness better. So I want to take all different kinds of boutique fitness classes at various places, whether it's uh, cycling or Pilates or yoga, boxing, etc., so that I can understand the industry better and uh, understand studio owners' needs better, fitness instructors, consumers, all the above. Yeah, all to help drive the way we service this industry. Right. I mean, what we really want at the end of the day is to provide value to people that use Plank app and to provide value, we need to understand their businesses better. Yeah. So we are going to be taking um, boutique fitness classes, all different types. Right now, Plank app really is focused on Pilates and a little bit of yoga, but it's really here eventually to serve the industry at large. Um, so we're just going to take some classes. We're located in Rochester, New York. Um, but we also travel quite a bit and we'll try to do this everywhere that we go. And then after the classes, just have a candid conversation about our experience. Um, we have the perspective as the client taking the class. I own a Pilates studio. I've been teaching Pilates for almost eight years now. And um, I'm also a co-founder of Plank App. So I have a big stake in the industry. And um, these conversations, we have not talked about the class we just took yet. We have not planned out any questions or what we want to say. It's just an organic, quick conversation to see how it goes. Yeah. Dive in. Okay. I'll start. Yeah. Because I'm more familiar with boutique. Um, overall thoughts as someone who doesn't do this a lot. Overall thoughts is... Wait a second. We Let's, took a cycle class. Yes. We, give a <laughs> we took a cycle class. It was called One Hit Wonders. Yeah. And it was music. really rhythm-based riding, right? Yeah. So it, it would be classified as. Anyone who's a cycle enthusiast out there, feel free to correct us if we speak incorrectly. Oh, yeah. We're going to butcher <laughs> a lot of this. Um, so yeah, cycle class. It was my first cycle class ever. Your second. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, my first thoughts when I walked in, so it's snowing today in Rochester. I wish there was floor mats when we walked in to wipe our shoes because then you have to change your shoes to get into different shoes 
for cycling. Yep. And my socks are stepping in wet spots all over the floor. Yep. Didn't make me happy. Yep. But um, also. Such a little detail. Yeah. The other thing I noticed was that demographic wise, <laughs> I was the only male. Yeah. In the entire place. So they don't carry a lot of male shoes either. They didn't have my size. So we had to improvise with other shoes. Um, and you need special shoes. Yes, that's another thing. You need special, but they provide them. So that's nice. They're provided. It's not like you have to bring it yourself. Yep. I didn't realize how small. So this one was like, it was railroad style almost straight yeah. to the back. Um, so it was really just like a little gathering area in the front with some merch and leads you to a hallway with a water fountain. A narrow spot for cubbies. Yes. It's like everyone has to line up at this wall to put their stuff in one yeah. spot. Yeah. It was a and little do bit their busy. shoes. It's a little bit busy at the cubby section. Yeah. Because um, that's everyone passing through any to get anywhere in the studio has to pass by it. And yeah, through that hallway, you've got bathrooms and a second studio room for rowing, where they do right? their rowing yeah. classes. Yeah. Okay. So it's really interesting for me to hear, like when I ask you for thoughts, you go right to the client's perspective of just like the logistics of walking into a space of like, where do you put your shoes? Where do you put your stuff? How easy it is to do that, navigate the surroundings, feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And also right away, you notice I'm different. Like I'm not the, I'm not like everyone else in here. I look different. I'm a guy. Um, and that impacts your perspective, your experience. Like what does that, is it just a thought, just something you notice? Just something I noticed okay. that um, I think it's gonna, over time as we do this more and more, I think it'll provide insights into various aspects of boutique fitness that appeal towards women more yeah. or I mean, I think why? Most. Yeah, I, I think most boutique fitness is that way. Um, but, why? but maybe we'll figure it out. Yeah, I would love to know. So class, what'd you think of the class? For context, it was a 45 minute um, rhythm, rhythm riding. Rhythm based riding. Beep, yeah. Beep. I don't know. Correct. Please someone correct us. Um, and the name of the class was based on the theme of the music. So music is really important. Yes. Music and lighting. I mm -hmm. know this was very important. The bikes were Schwinn spin bikes, right? Mm -hmm. or Schwinn bikes. Yeah. And, um, the clipping in, it's the first time I've ever clipped in. Yeah. And I'm not a big fan. Just I like the freedom to pull my feet off or like yeah. catch myself. Just having the freedom of movement if I need it. Right. Um, but I think you have to safety wise because in these classes, they've got you going up and down and weights and taps. And I mean, yeah. we'll talk about that stuff. I've got some some thoughts about that. Um, but yeah, it's kind of weird to feel like you're attached to this object and you yeah. can't get out. Yeah. The other thing I think that I did, and I should have corrected it early in the class, is I, I don't think my seat was quite high enough. Mm. I probably needed one extra notch. Um, 
my leg just felt too bent when it was all the way at the bottom. Yeah. And the, um, the bikes were pretty smooth, pretty stable. There was a moment I thought I was going to tip mine. <laughs> I, I thought I saw my entire bike shift at one point too. Yeah. And like my leg caught. Same. I like... It happened to me like three or four times during the class. But yeah. I was like, oh man, if you ever fall over on one of these. Like that's brutal. Like I think a heavier person might be able to tip one of those. Yeah. I, I was surprised by, and I'm, I do reformer Pilates almost every day. So I'm used to working with a machine and like integrating that. But I was surprised how just nervous I felt being attached physically to it. And in these classes, they have you go up and down and twist and do these little crunches things. I don't know. Um, and the bike moved. It was weird. It was a strange feeling. Hard to get used to. Yeah. I, it wasn't my favorite feeling while working out. Yeah. Doing any type of fitness that I've ever had. So, but I will say the instructor <clears throat> was super accommodating at the start of class, came yeah. over, made sure, like, went over all the different settings. Um, and it's like, that's all you can ask of an instructor and in a studio. And it's like, but it is hard when it's dark to be like, oh, this isn't right. Let me stop halfway and change my settings. And you're clipped in, right? So it's yeah. like that first shot feels like the only opportunity even though I guess you could stop and adjust it, but that feels like it would be hard to do. Yeah. I can understand how your experience would be better the second time that you go. Yeah. And this is my second class. Things. Yeah. And I, I felt that like this second time and different studio, but I think all in all, like it had less to do with the studio, the instructor. I don't know how much instructors play a part in these types of classes, like their energy does and their music choices, but it feels much more formulaic and just like you, you just spin your heart out. Um, yeah. I had a lot more ease with it being my second time. Yeah. See, I was actually pretty impressed with the instructor because not only do they have to teach a class, like speak to everyone, they also have to like do it. They do it. And then also they control the music and the lights at the same time. Yeah. It's like, they're doing like a full production at yeah. the same time that they're teaching, which I thought was pretty impressive and something that I never realized before. So that's actually a really good point. Like, I guess I meant like the instructor's personality and I could be totally wrong, but it's so loud and like dark and like the cueing. And I'm always thinking of it from a Pilates standpoint. So the cueing is so much less. So like in Pilates, the way an instructor cues, the words that they choose, their um, presence, I think drives the class so much more, where in a cycle class, it's still the instructor's choices on music, on lighting, on how they integrate those things. Um, I guess that's what I bet. Yeah. By that. But yeah, I mean, it is like, it's a, it's kind of like a show. Yeah, it's Which like made, a full production. Yeah. It made me feel like she, she was a DJ or something. Yeah, know? yeah, yes. Now I will say the other cycle class that I've taken, um, they had a much more like message-driven component to it where it almost felt a little bit like a yoga class with like more inspiration. Some mind-body connection. Some mind-body connection, yeah. Like, and 
And as a Pilates instructor, I think people think that like I would lean that way, but I, I kind of prefer my like hard workouts without it. So I liked that this was more about like the workout, the experience in the room Mm -hmm. and less of like some motivation. I just, me personally don't connect as much to like the motivational kind of mind, body, spirit, unless that instructor is just like hands down aligns with me in some magical way, which I find like one yoga instructor every seven years that I feel that way about. Um, and so we'll probably talk more about that when we get into yoga, but it's kind of why I, I don't do much yoga. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty much on the same page with you there. Yeah. Is the word mind body the most used in fitness? Well, probably Maybe because of the words. company. <laughs> yeah. Even outside of the company though. Yeah. Hear it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, you know, I talk about mind body connection in Pilates. Um, more of the fact that when you're doing Pilates, your mind has to be so focused on what your body is doing to make the most of the movement, to control the reformer, to balance, that it clears your mind by focusing in on your body. So to me, that's what the Pilates version of mind-body means. That's what my version of it. But I do think that there's a different version of mind-body when people talk about like the messaging in yoga and like setting intentions and you know, I think that some people, some people dive into that more. We should have someone who's more on that side of things as a guest one day. Yeah. I feel like every different type of boutique fitness, every modality, right. Has their own version of what mind body means in that yeah. specific modality. Yeah. And like teacher to teacher, like yeah. each per each instructor um, I should ask some of my staff. I don't hear much additional messaging in our Pilates classes, but I should ask them. Yeah. So we went for two reasons. One, because we wanted to start to do these conversations and get to know the industry. And two, to get in a cardio workout, because I think you and I both struggle to motivate ourselves to do cardio. So from like that perspective, What's your thought? Yeah. I thought it was a great cardio workout. I mean, yeah. it's 45 minutes of, you know, go a little bit slower, go a little bit faster, you know, intervals and yeah, lots of different things. A lot of leg burn. Yeah. Uh, in the quads. Yeah. Endurance. A lot of endurance, which is something that I struggle with. So yeah, I thought it was, my shirt was soaked in sweat. Yeah. My hips, I have problems with my hips, as you know, from Pilates. Uh, I sit at a desk a lot of time, so I have very tight hips. And even, like, the up and down from the seat. Yeah. Like, when I was up, I could just feel a tightness. And just something didn't feel right with the move, movement on that bike. Um, but I can understand how if you do it a couple times... It's, you start to feel more comfortable with it yeah. and your body starts to recognize that. Yeah. But 
some of the movements just felt goofy to me. But I think that's just how it is as a first timer at a cycle class. But definitely a good cardio workout. Yeah. I mean, I, I am not self-driven to do cardio at all. So I love something that gets me to just do it because that's what I need to do it. Otherwise I'll just walk, which is also great. Get your cardio in by walking. But, um, from, (laughs) we can talk more about that later. It's better than nothing. Um, and I like, I love it being tied to music. It's like song, like this is the intensity for this song. This is what we're going to do. We're going to get through that song again, mind body. Like I was focusing on the music a lot. I was singing along to the one hit wonders that I hadn't heard in a long time. And I was liking that. Um, which songs did you like? Barbie girl killed me. (laughs) I loved it. Blue. Blue. I actually even enjoyed the Macarena. Like who let the dogs out. That one got me amped up. See, you know, they're corny, but it's like, whatever. But I agree the additional movements. So in, if you've never taken a cycle, a beat based cycle, again, please <laughs> correct me. Rhythm based. Um, it's like, you know, you sit in the saddle, you stand up, you sit, you stand that I could kind of get into a little bit. Um, then there's like little arm presses on the bike and little shoulder taps. Those felt funny to me. They felt funny. And then crunches and the little oblique things. Yeah. They just, they felt weird. And I would love to know if they're actually doing anything. Or is it the perception that you're getting a full body workout with your cycle class? Oh, yeah. I didn't think it was doing anything for my obliques or abs or any no. of that. It just felt like my legs were burning more because I was moving. But they called it ways. obliques. Yeah. And they called it crunches. You're moving them, but you're not really working You're not them working them. Um, um, the act of moving while you're standing at the same time side to side up and down just felt funny that was when a couple times when my leg locked up and i would like yeah the bike and it would i would see it shift on the ground i was like oh good thing that didn't uh fall over i know i had the same (laughs) moments and that's where i came back to the pilates work that i do like she kept saying tighten your core which i love to hear um i'm like how many people in this room know how to tighten their core how many people know how to really do that and then the other thing that I came back to is a lot of hip hinge alignment to like take it out of my hips and get my hamstrings and glutes to compensate and do some of the work for the up down for stabilizing in that way because otherwise like I hate the feeling of my hip flexors and my quads going crazy I know how to do that because of the work that I do in Pilates and weightlifting and all that. Um, But I felt very much like I had to focus in on bringing those things in to be able to achieve that in the class. Yeah. I think I had a problem with the form and I think there's definitely, there's definitely form in cycling where I didn't understand it. I wasn't sure if like, my butt was supposed to be back, just barely yes. hovering off the seat, which is what some, I thought some people were doing. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I should stand up tall. Yeah. 
um, or kind of switch between the two. And with the also Sorry. wasn't sure if I was like supposed to dip down on each side and really like lean into the bottom of the but I, I had a hard time doing that when it was like right side but I'm like but my left leg you know yeah. what I mean like that upper lower body of the leg spinning and then the instructors facing you and doing it with you for like I think motivation and communication obviously but I found myself really looking at the people in front of me to be like oh their butt is up or their butt is down I'm gonna follow them and I realized that being able to see more of the instructor's body would be helpful, mm -hmm. but I don't think there's a solution to that. Um, but I had fun. Yeah, it was good. How full do you think that class was? Two thirds? Yeah. I was surprised it wasn't sold out. On Sunday morning. On a Sunday morning. Yeah. <laughs> How many bikes do you think were in that room total? 30. 30. Yeah, I would bet 30 bikes. I was going to say closer to 40, but maybe 40. Um, could be. I could see how three rows. I could see how this could be a very profitable business. Yeah. Right? If you're charging room. I don't know, 20 bucks a head. Yeah. Get 20 people every class. It's yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Compared to like a reformer class where we've got 10 reformers, which is big fairly big for reformer Pilates. Yeah. The cost per class is more, but you hit a ceiling fast. So let's wrap this up. Yep. Keep it quick. Final thoughts. I want to know, would you go back? Did you overall like it? And if you had the chance to speak to the studio owner, what would you say? Did I like it? It was okay. It's not really my favorite type of fitness. I'd rather be riding a bike in nature. Yeah. Going up and down hills, through city streets, out to a park, whatever. But it's snowing. Yes. <laughs> yes it is. Um, so I would go back to see what it's like as a second mm -hmm. experience. Mm -hmm. I feel like I would like it a little bit more the second time. We should have a follow-up after the second one. Yeah. And what would I say to the studio owner? Just some floor mats when it's snowing. That's all. <laughs> Just, you know, wipe feet, take off the shoes. Right at the front. Keep it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make sure. I think we've got floor mats at the studio. I'm going to make sure we do. We do have the place for shoes right at the entrance. Right at the front. Right at the and entrance. They don't have anything that like blocks the snow in the entryway. Mm -hmm. So you can't really put a mat down. And right outside the door but right. that would be the ideal setup which you can do at your studio right <laughs> helpful for me yeah yeah sweet what would you say to the studio owner to make it a better experience so overall like i thought they did a great job i always think of the client experience especially being new and out of my comfort zone they're super welcoming very friendly showed us where to go, what we needed to do, which I think those little details can get overlooked. And especially most people enjoy fitness less than me, like as a fitness professional, I love it. Um, I think honestly the same, like I think the process of getting in, getting your shoes, getting set up, like just makes you feel kind of awkward and unsure. Um, and like, 
you know, going back to the bike settings, I don't know if there's a solve for this. And I think of it through my lens as teaching reformer. And one of the things that I love about the reformer is that it's so easy to change and customize as you go so that you don't feel stuck in a setting or weight or something that isn't right for you. And you're just kind of getting through it. So I'm curious what that solution would be if it's like the instructor, you know, getting off the bike and walking around a little bit and checking in with a new person and being like, Hey, are you happy with the setting? You want to take 10 seconds just to hop off and, and change it. The bikes are really close together. So the whole thing would have to change. Um, probably just that, because when you come for a workout, you're taking your time to do it. You're spending your money to do it. And it's like, if I had heard, and this happens at my studio all the time, I know it. People like don't know that they should ask to change their springs or they don't feel comfortable. Um, so it's never going to be a perfect thing a hundred percent of the time, but I want that client experience to walk away and be like, I, I did the best that I did. I got the most out of it. And there weren't any other external factors or annoyances that took away from that. Um, I'm always trying to make that better. So that's probably it. Yeah. But overall, like I would definitely go back. It's a more fun way for me to get in my cardio. Yeah. I've always thrived with group fitness. It motivates me. It helps me be accountable. So I go back. Maybe I'll become a cycle person. Maybe. <laughs> I will say one of the things that I really liked about the experience of like walking in and, and getting to where you're going. Yeah frictionless at the counter i didn't have to sign anything i didn't have to you know yeah give a credit card all that stuff was done in Had advance which i'm gonna remind you when we went to do it you are not happy about having to create an account yeah. and a password but that's got to happen at some point in the process so it's a better experience to do it up front right it is <laughs> it is yes <laughs> yeah sweet final thoughts We'll go back in yeah. a month or two and two or maybe three. Where are we going to go next? We could go to a different place or go back to the same place, different instructor. Well, we got an intro pack, two classes. Oh, right, right. So we got to use it. Yeah. Then we'll definitely be back there. Yeah. What about our next one? What do you want to do? Yoga. 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 It's a biggie. Which we have a little more experience in. Yeah. Yeah. All right.